Casito. Uh, nine minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. Now, the Director of Social Welfare uh, is asking if you have any information about the following people to call the department at 28925325. And they're looking for Ray Mima to discuss the welfare plan of her three-year-old daughter, of her three-year-old girl, and also Abia Sobaija Maga to discuss the welfare plan of his three-year-old girl. Um, these are uh, th- these are information uh, for missing uh, people, so uh, please get in touch uh, if you have any information. And the number to call is 28925325. And they're also looking for the birth father of one-year-old girl, uh, Vilena Davina Jamia. So please do get in touch if you have any information uh, on this. This is Peter Lewis. Join me every weekday morning after the 8 o'clock news for Money Talk with the latest business, finance and economic news from around the world to get you prepared for the business day. With Hong Kong's most experienced analysts, fund managers and economists, we bring you the latest news and best analysis as it happens. That's Money Talk, Monday to Friday, here on Radio 3. Welcome back to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, I'm super excited to welcome back on the program Andrew Dembina, our food and drink correspondent. Andrew, it's great to see you. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Noreen. Not bad at all. In the neighbourhood? Kind of in the hood. Yeah. Let's 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 celebrate this week's uh, Tuesday. For <laughs> well, it didn't pop as loudly as it might do, but it's. Uh, it's that kombucha again, Noreen. Sure. Wow, it's been about a whole month. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. That's right. It's been a whole month since I last had kombucha. I think last time was from you as well, and Crystal was here. Thank you very yeah, much. I can't remember. She so looked like something. But anyway, I can't remember. I, I, won't, I won't mention it again because <laughs> I'm a bit of a prude. But um, remind our listeners once again. So kombucha is this fermented... Yeah, it's a fermented tea originally from Japan and it has some live probiotic bacteria called a SCOBY which which feeds on uh, yeast of you topping up this uh, concoction which is so simple to make. If someone can pass you on a SCOBY, um, all, all you need to do is put in some sugar and black tea and then you're away. Wow. It's um, it's very interesting that it's got this like sour vinegary fav- flavor. The, it, it does taste like vinegar. I mean, can you taste the black tea in it at all? No, not really. It, no. it, it tastes you, a bit like apple cider vinegar. Yeah, it know? does. It does. It becomes vinegary, and that's the uh, that's the classic taste of it. And it becomes slightly carbonated by a natural process. Yes, I was going to say it's a bit fizzy. Yeah, okay. it is. Um, I mean, it may not be champagne, Noreen. <laughs> but, but could be yeah but it's um but it is it, and it's a very trendy drink and it has been for a couple of years particularly in california who took it on as they often do before the rest of the world for something that's very healthy because it's brilliant for uh, micro um for the bacterial gut, gut yeah. health brilliant. so um Thank so you for that. In, in your um in your good health to your good health i Thank should say you. yeah well to everybody's good health yeah yes yeah i'll say that again after after um you know hardly worth mentioning everyone probably heard that the uh rules and regulations on restaurants and bars will remain the same for a further week so yeah. that's uh takeouts after lunchtime at least they're open from breakfast uh, till lunch which uh is better than nothing i suppose 
So, other types of food and drink news from around the world, as we often do, Noreen. Even during this time of COVID, there's still stuff going on. And it's interesting when stuff goes on that's not related to it at all. And two weeks ago, um, the wrong, in inverted commas, type of food was put in the spotlight in Britain. And that's when UK Prime Minister brought focus on food health. Boris Johnson targeted sweets and chocolates that are often placed as you are about to go to the checkout in supermarkets or, or shops. You know, those snacks that are very tempting that we also see here and everywhere else in the world. But obviously he was saying it's time to get rid of these in the UK. And also he wants to see the end of something else, which is a big thing here as well as in the UK. Uh, buy one, get one free deals so that you're, you're always tempted by the supermarket or food or, or drink vendor to get something free if you buy one or, or very cheaply. That's if you true. Do you do that? That as well. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Standard, yeah. 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 Two bars for one. Exactly. And they price it and they, they price it so that it's actually you're not saving no. that much. Exactly. They make sure of that. Um, so it's all part of a national obesity plan that he announced as of uh, two weeks ago. And he added to this plan to ban junk food adverts on TV and online before the watershed, which is what they call the 9pm uh, or so, where, uh, uh, where also there are tighter restrictions on use of foul language and things like that. So um, th this is all due to come into legislation um, because uh, it's, it, they want to get rid of um, the amount of Britons who are overweight slash obese and therefore using up National Health Service time and resources. Oh, so they're really going to get rid of um, ads for sweets then? They, they, they say that uh, before the watershed, which let's say it's around 9pm, so they'll be allowed uh, after that. Okay, what else are they going to ban? Halloween and trick or treat? Sorry. Well, well it, it makes sure that people give out vegetables and fruit at the doors. Oh, <laughs> imagine that. It, the it would be. Would I don't think it, the kids would be at home just <laughs> plugged into devices, wouldn't they, if that happened? Um, it coincides, though, with uh, reports that uh, people are... Um, um, people who are clinically obese are 40% more likely to die of COVID-19. So there is an overlap. Yes. Um, so that's, that's, um, that's just for people being over, uh, overweight, well, clinically obese, uh, without necessarily any problems with heart or, or any other uh, medical problems apart from that categorization. Yes. which is surprising. Makes uh, sense because processed sugar is actually really, really bad for you. Yeah. And it's so addictive. I don't know if you ever feel that whenever you have a bar of chocolate, you know, you'll always want a bit more maybe the next day. And It um, is quite addictive. You're right. And I don't know if that is the... I wonder, is that the sugar or is it the kind of caffeine that's in chocolate? Oh, yeah, good point. have to ask a nutritionist yeah. one of these days. <laughs> um, Two-thirds of the UK adult population um, are above healthy weight now. So that's... That's a lot, isn't it? 66%. And um, uh, the, the, another thing that uh, the government wants to do is to have calorie counts on all uh, menus and takeaways looking forward. There's no time frame for that one. So these are a massive amount of um, healthy food and drink related laws that the uh, government in the UK wants to put into place. And uh, I mean, if they do so successfully, or whether they do or not, it's a good idea, I think, for governments worldwide to do this, because so many people have had more time to indulge during the COVID period, if we must bring it in again to this conversation. Exactly. Uh, it's so easy yeah. to, because it's stressful sometimes, and yeah. you comfort eat, or you're just not exercising as much as you should be. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that sensible people like you and I haven't had one more 
bite of things than we oh, need to, oh. but but some people may have done, Noreen. I know. I'm just sipping away at my kombucha. <laughs> Only healthy yeah. things for you. Right. Well, um, just the last thing on this then, uh, because it was there were lots of surveys done that led the government to make this report in the UK. It found that, um, uh, that those who drink alcohol receive... 10% of their calorie intake just from the alcoholic drinks that they have um, in their natural... It was a weekly um, roundup of how many calories are taken in. So that's 3.4 um, million adults, they found, in the UK are consuming um, an additional day's worth uh, of calories in each week, wow. it adds up to. Wow. That's, uh, that's a lot. Um, so, while you were away, Noreen, a couple of weeks ago, um, I, um, uh, I, I was talking to um, Cruz McCalligan, who was sitting in for you, on trends that have been going on in America um, during this uh, pandemic time. All right, hit um, me up. Okay. What did I miss? Well, what you, okay, really briefly, um, New York Magazine said that uh, one is barbecues. And the funny thing is that Hong Kong, like New York, has for most people, quite small living accommodation. But all you need, the minimum prerequisite, is to have a balcony, and then you can get a tiny... The, the sales. Well, you can either... You, yeah, you can, get a, you can get a tiny one. There are some that are made, and there have been sellouts in the US for these ones that are meant to go with collapsible legs, that are meant to go in a car boot or in a tote bag for people who want to uh, take a, uh, a portable barbecue to the beach or something like that. But people who live in small accommodation have been buying these online so that they can, as restaurants have been closed, they can do something. Make they've been their making, own barbecues. Make their own barbecues. Um, and if they've not got the space to get big ones, these mini ones exist, which makes them then make marinades and play around with foods that they might not have tried, yeah. like uh, different vegetables roasting them or basting them with different uh, ingredients making sauces and dips so it's been it's been a real big hit in America and it'll be interesting if it does here the other one really briefly um, was he's um, been doing it like for a long time right those grill and barbecue small barbecues as well yeah I mean some people have but it's just this being indoors and making the most out of the fact that you can't go out and making True. something into a bit of an event where you might look online for different sauces and dips and bastings marinades and make something that's from a different part of the world go for a theme it could be uh, it could be spicy theme and even spicing up and putting pepper and chili on pineapple different things that go quite interesting maybe together. pineapples on pizza well, let's not go too far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah chuck a frozen those, pizza yeah. on a on a Barbie and a few slices of tin pineapple <laughs> for something truly exotic. And anchovies. Oh yeah. Yes. The the the, the creativity is endless, isn't it, Noreen? Um, the other one is um, picnics. When people are allowed out in more than two people groups or even four people groups, um, it's also spicing up your picnics with uh with going going to town more um to get away from the big crowds if you can kind of get on some trails uh even people even with young very young nippers in tow like yourself with baby papooses or whatever they're called those those kind of harness carrier baby carriers <laughs> what do you call them papoose <laughs> i think i think that's a south american term a sort of peruvian or um that, that was that was quite uh, trendy i think uh 
some decades ago, oh, probably. I've never heard of it. Gone out of usage. Papoose. I yeah, like I believe so. Oh. Yeah. But a third trend that I didn't mention, um, which also uh, stateside, coming out of the US, is cocktail making. While people are, are you know, stuck indoors, they've been also experimenting a lot. And um, there have been surveys and media reports that there have been sellouts of all sorts of um, special fun equipment cocktail shakers the swizzle sticks strainers to just have fun to have your own you know with with your partner if you've got one or with with a couple of friends if you're allowed to have a couple of friends whatever restrictions or are in different alone, places you know not really a social drinker more of an anti-social drinker right so. yeah you could take time you could impress yourself and say hey look <laughs> look what i'm gonna make you're not gonna believe this and then you could refer to one of the uh, very popular there's been a big increase of sales in books on cocktail making and I'd like to recommend a couple uh, that I found online um, there has been a trend in bars worldwide in the last couple of years for going back to some of the classic cocktails and so um, instead of having newer ones like say cosmopolitans were well, relatively newer or um, some of them some of the newer cocktails that have come out with the foam on top and everything but going back to some of the historical first ever cocktails and there are a couple of books that can help you out on this one is called imbibe by david wandrich uh, and it was it was published in 2017 but it's a historical one it was published then but he was looking back at ones for uh, uh, that, that were the first cocktails made in the first half of last century and it, it's actually America that more or less invented the cocktails um, we might think of it being from Europe or somewhere but but the real cocktails that are the most popular ones in the world really did come from America. And then they got taken up by UK, France and other, other places around the world. It's surprising, I think. Um, because you, you Me think... too. I thought maybe it was invented years and years ago, you know, mixing a bit of vodka or rum or whiskey. Well, I yeah, I mean, a spirit and a mixer. But, but, to, but to really kind of go fancy with oh, the, yeah. the flair bartender shaking it up, you know, That's tossing true. it up in the air, Tom Cruise style... <laughs> Um, it's it's um, that, that that that's the your American flair. Sure, yeah, I um, can see that. Yeah, so um, so that that book that I mentioned before, Imbibe by David Wondrich, has got all of those originals. It's an, by an American author on uh, on the first American ones. Then, if you want a British take, um, there's the bar manager of some of London's top members clubs. Uh, his name is Robert Vermeeri, and he launched a book. Uh, called Cocktails, How to Mix Them. So that's those are also historic ones. So, just a thought. If you're stuck indoors and these regulations mean that you can't go out and you're normally a bar person, have a look and see what cocktails you can make at home. Get Excellent. the kit. I was... Funny you should mention that. I was on uh, YouTube before and I was looking up uh, how to make lychee martini oh. and i came across a quite a good channel I, I can't really remember i think it's steve the bartender or something like that and he does not, his... not the guy uh, on after you this afternoon <laughs> no 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 <laughs> not steve james no but i think it's called steve the bartender or something and, and he just teaches you how to make cocktails in really short videos Sounds and he's good. very entertaining yeah i just thought you well, know. no that's that's a great that's a great alternative yeah yes. yeah um, What's your favourite cocktail to make? Do, do you make any cocktails, um, I like um, sometimes an old-fashioned, but it's a drink that's made with bourbon, but it's a bourbon base um, with uh, with orange and bitters. And it's, um, but, it's, but I never... I'm not a big bourbon fan, but if I go to a cocktail bar, 
please let them open again soon um that's 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 a drink that i really like especially if it's been a long day one of those that has a to be honest high uh uh, alcohol content (laughs) yeah that really takes the edge off the day so so and um uh negroni is is another one is that a rum based one as well uh that's a uh, a gin based yeah but it's um and what what about what about yourself I like lychee martinis, um, and there are different ways to make it as well. I think you can add gin to it. Sometimes yeah. you add vodka. Sometimes you add a, a lychee uh, liqueur. Yeah. Um, but funnily enough, not really martini. Not not that you know. There's a drink called martini. Yeah. You don't really add that in. You don't have to add that in. I should say. Oh right. Okay. So you don't add that. So that's like a sweet vermouth, which yeah. is oh, yeah. Uh, the, sweet the, vermouth. Yeah. 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 Right, right. But that's but lychee, that's so quite sweet. Do you like sweet? Do you like fruity? Yeah, uh, fruity based ones. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, those are the, the dangerous fruit ones. That I am. They're, well, they're, no, but they're but they're actually they often mask, um, you know, one or two different spirits. Some of them can be fruit-based liqueurs that are in there, not just fruit-flavored syrups or or exactly. uh, pulverized fruit. Those can be quite deadly. I Absolutely. mean, I'm not a, much of a I'm not much of a drinker, but if you have one or two of those, yeah. you might be nursing a hangover the next day. Definitely, I've heard it can happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Um, so moving on from um, things to do at home, there's been an interesting report from uh, US-based Eater magazine, which, um, which has noticed that um, there have been... Uh, do you know the website Yelp in America? Oh, yeah, that's yeah? right. Right, well, it's based, based in America, but it does cover some of the rest of the world. It's a bit like a review site that goes... Uh, it's user reviews. Like TripAdvisor. Like trip yeah. yeah. It's, so it's really by the, the real person who goes to restaurants and bars. Are there fake ones, fake Yelp reviews like TripAdvisor's? I don't think there's any way for, um, for Yelp to know, but they say, like TripAdvisor does, that they will try to link it to an account yeah oh, okay, yeah see. To, okay. to check for for it being a real review um so they during during the time though um yelp has during covid been having a trickle in of reviews that came that by meals and drinks that have been experienced by people before covid even began people have been let's say a bit slow in getting their, their reviews in and some of these people rather than boosting the morale of places that are operating on and off with opening and closing that's going on or having to do takeaway service they've been giving them one stars out of i mean this hasn't happened on mass but it's happened enough that some restaurants have gone vocal about saying you know give us a break here it's um you're putting in something from a month before covid got us to close down what we could really do with is some is some support yeah not saying that they want to have fake uh, good reviews but just um could you maybe pause for a bit till we're back in uh, in operation now get your act together you know we're paying (laughs) yeah yeah they had paid some months ago um there was um one food reviewer in new york who uh who made a comment that uh uh, Nancy Liu um, from New York who said that uh, at the moment she's not going to say anything negative about restaurants because she is so shocked at so many restaurants that are going out of business across the United States that it just seems too much to be 
knocking them down at this stage. Yeah, wow. Um, we've got about a minute uh, b- before the news. Of course, here in Hong Kong, nobody can really go out. Um, for, for well, not after lunchtime. Exactly, which is which is still good. I mean, at least they relaxed it a little bit because I saw some images on social media how some uh, workers, construction workers, oh, or they at had first. To, at first, yeah, they really had to sit on the streets and in the toilet. Did you see that picture outside yeah. of the public yeah. toilet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, freelancers like myself. Also, one oh, of those days, yeah. I had to go out and do assignments, and I was uh, I was next to my buddies, the the workers in the hard hats. Really? Well, Where were to, you sitting? I had to grab a, a kind of sitting out area in Central. Yeah, and it's not easy because it was so hot. hot. Yeah, exactly. and you never knew if it was going to rain. <laughs> oh yeah, because the, the last week when they, or was it oh, a week and a half ago yeah. when they rolled out the measures, it was the yeah, thunderstorm that morning. Yeah, that day. I had to be out. Oh, Anders, I'm so sorry about that. But I'm glad they, you know, sort of, um, you know, reviewed that measure. And it makes sense to open up community halls and also to let people sit in restaurants because it can be that sometimes people look forward to their lunch. Um, Well, most people look forward to their lunch and sometimes that's the only break they get. Yeah. And they have to sit outside in the heat. But the way way it was done was through the 18 districts uh, around Hong Kong. And for Lama and Cheng Chao, it wasn't going to be too useful that the island's district community hall was based in Chongqing. Really? <laughs> so you'd have to still travel um, all the way Half there? Half a day. Oh dear. Wait, um, we'll return to uh, more chat uh, with Andrew Dembina this afternoon. Listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, this Tuesday afternoon. Let's welcome back to the studio, Andrew Dembina. Anders, it's great to see you. Sorry, we had to break for the news. So let's continue with some of the trends that you have uh, for our listeners. Well, we've talked about staying in a lot, Noreen, which we're uh, we're all familiar with. And um, what's really nice, you mentioned about a YouTube um, cocktail uh, site, which sounded interesting. There are lots of interesting things online for recipes. And what better than one that I've come across, which has been going on for a few weeks, actually, um, by Hong Kong chefs. So this is some of the best 13 chefs in Hong Kong are putting up each two videos of different dishes over a period of time. It's already started and they are premiered every Friday. And it's a nice idea. People who are into making food or might might be a, a fan of these restaurants or chefs can see what's been going on already. It's, it's been going on for a few weeks now and it's going to go on for, for several more right through September, I believe. And um, the, next, the next one will be up this coming Friday. So that, that will be the first of two dishes by a Japanese chef called Saturo Makuawa probably said that wrong, Makugawa rather, who's from a Sushi Ku restaurant. So uh, he'll be doing uh, a couple of different Japanese dishes. But just to go through some of the ones that have been on already, you can learn from some of the best chefs in Hong Kong in various types of cuisine. Here's some comfort food for some. Shepherd's pie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, delicious. Yeah, the, sa- the, the same chef who's, uh, who's got, gone through a process in a whole video of how to make that uh, has done one on potted salmon and pickled cucumber. That's a bit healthier probably than your shepherd's pie. Um, there's, uh, there's, there, there's, there are French chefs on there. There's someone showing the, a really high two Michelin star ver- version of uh, roast chicken with spinach and mushroom. Uh, followed by the next week he did, and it's already been on there, uh, tarte au chocolat. Um, so, so there's some really, there's a mixture of main courses and desserts, 
Chinese cuisine is represented uh, by some really great chefs as well. One from Mandarin Oriental at the Manhua restaurant, from uh, from really top-notch steamed garupa with mushroom wow. rather than just your usual scallions and so on. Um, and, and these are food that you can replicate at home. Yeah, the idea know, is that it can be... They, they, they all take place in a commercial kitchen, in the same kitchen, um, which is... Um, I'll give you a, a website at the end where people can see these. Um, and it's it's been put together. The idea came from Gaggenau, um, so it's a German uh, oven and uh, yeah grill maker. And they've um, they've collaborated with thirteen different chefs. It's been going on for several weeks already. Will go on for several weeks more. You can look at the back uh, the back issue ones if you like the ones that have already been broadcast online. And the URL, I'm going to mention it now. It's a bit of a long-winded one, but uh, but I think it would be great if it, if it can go up on somewhere on your On Facebook. the Facebook page, yes, yeah. of course. Okay, well, for anyone who's listening now, it's www.kih.com.hk slash, yes, it goes on, Noreen. <laughs> Gaganau Home Chefs. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be WhatsApping you that one later, Noreen, so you can chuck it up. Yes, I'll put it on the yeah. Noreen Mayer on yeah. RTHK Radio 3 Facebook yeah. so that people can revisit uh, some of the videos made by some of these well-known chefs with everyday uh, meals that they can enjoy at home. There, some, some of them are more everyday than others. I would say there's a mixture. These are all top chefs, but it's not you know, it's not fine dining recipes. One or two of them are kind of nearing in that direction, but most of them are approachable. And you can learn something during this time where you can't go out. Exactly. Have you been making any new dishes of late? New dishes for me... Or um, baking. Remember you were looking yeah, for Yeah, I did make... I made some bread. I also have been making some biscuits. I thought I'd try that with my son, who's at mm. home. Um, first time I made some, some lemon biscuits. Oh. Um, I put in a load of salt instead of sugar oh. uh, it was in a, it was in a vacuum jar um, that, that, you like, can, that you can keep yeah. things dry in and we hadn't labeled it and I just thought it was white granulated sugar and oh. it, the recommendation was to use white sugar which I don't normally use for a lot of things but 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 for biscuits it was said to be better than brown sugar yeah. and um, without tasting it I just saw this look like it was sugar it was salt. And did Second you find bite. out after you, straight after you put it in, or did you bake it and then had a bite of it first? After baking, cooling down, and <laughs> making a cup of tea. Oh. <laughs> and, and tasting with my son. My, my wife was out, and it was like a father and son thing that ended up in salty disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but I rectified it. We did it again. That's great. And uh, made sure that there was sugar involved. It's a great tip of our listeners. Label the different <laughs> salt and sugar. Things that look similar, do label them. Exactly. Yeah. Right, Andrew, thank you so, so, so much for your sharing uh, this week. And I look forward to chatting with you again uh, next week. Thank you so much. Thank you, Noreen.
Nirvana on RTHK Radio 3 and the song is Come As You Are. Time is now 2.40 and uh, you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon on RTHK Radio 3. Some more great music coming your way. This is Tom Walker with Just You and I. This year's been hard for us, no doubt. Let's raise a glass to a better one. Let all the things that we've overcome bring home to us, cause me and you, we can hold this out. Only you understand how I'm feeling now, yeah. And I know I can tell you anything. You won't judge, you're just listening, yeah. Cause you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause my darling, you and I can take over the world. Get drunk, reminisce about the days We were broke, not getting paid Taking trips at the weekend When I would drive down to see her And we would paint the town Too many shots I'd be passing out Cause I could never keep up Quad words now I'm puking up And I know I can tell you anything You won't judge, you're just listening Yeah Cause you're the best thing that ever happened to me Cause my darling, you and I Could take over the world One step at a time Just you and I, just you and I Cause you're the only one Who brings light just like the sun One step at a time Just you and I, just you and I I'm tired of chasing paper Staring at the screen And saving up for weeks now Just to get to you, my dear And though you're far from my home This ain't no weekend part No my grows fonder Must be city love Is my darling, you and I Take over the world One step at a time Just you and I Cause my darling, you and I